Hey everybody, just wanted to say thank you for tuning into this episode of the Nerdcast. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Nerdcast, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Nerdcast one If you'd like to inquire about influencing or joining the discussion, you can send us a message on any of our social media or an email at jrbnerdcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Let's get into it. All right, well, boys, howdy. We are back in the studio today, uh, and I got a very special guest with me. Uh, it's been a minute since you've been in here. Yeah, a couple. It's, um, I think it's been three episodes since the last time you were in here. Uh, and we've had a lot of new stuff since the last time you were in here. Uh, we've had Tanner make his debut. We've had Jason make his debut. And uh, we also got a website. So we're getting official. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got a blog up on the website. We've actually got three blog posts up. You can check those out at jrbnerdcast.com. Uh, if you want to look at those. Uh, and also, don't forget to follow us on social media. On literally everything, you can just type in at the Nerdcast 1 and you'll find us. Um, and lastly, before we get into the discussion, one more thing. Because this is a good discussion. But one more thing. Uh, if you guys like what we're doing and you want to see us to continue to improve um, and grow, you can check us out on Patreon. And you can um, find out how you can uh, can lend a hand to uh, helping us improve our uh, one sound quality studio space all that uh, all that stuff uh, so check us out at patreon.com forward slash the nerdcast one and that's um that's all the announcements so Brittany, you ready to get into today's episode ready to roll <laughs> that's your staple isn't it <laughs> ready to roll so um in light of uh, International Women's Day, which was last Thursday, I believe. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, it was last Thursday, right? Because that's when uh, Captain so. Marvel um, aired, I guess you could say. I don't really know. Uh, released. That's the proper term for movies. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm a nerd and I don't even know. Um, anyway, um, me and... Oh, that was a very loud and obnoxious squeaky noise from my mic stand me and nick had a discussion and we thought hey let's do a um top five female characters in star wars you know uh in honor of international women's day um and due to some unforeseen adult responsibilities me and nick were not able to record together this weekend so i thought you know last resort he asked his wife (laughs) not not last resort uh, I mean, it was <laughs> last resort. <laughs> it was it was behind recording this episode myself, but no, I'm just I'm just teasing. Um, <laughs> I uh, I thought you know what better way to talk about International Women's Day and female characters than to bring in the only female that's a member of the Nerdcast. Um, I don't know why we didn't think of that beforehand. <laughs> it doesn't make much sense to me. You're telling me, but uh, but. Um, for anyone listening to this episode, uh, this was originally supposed to be me and Nick, but again, we you know we couldn't get together. Um, but I'm very excited to have Brittany here today. And if you guys follow us on any of our social media, you've seen you know we posted this week's episode was going to be uh, top five female Star Wars characters. Uh, reason for that is because me and Nick are massive Star Wars fans. Like that's the thing that me and Nick love the most is Star Wars. Um, But when I asked Brittany to do it, I was like, you know, Brittany, she's a huge Star Wars fan, but she's also a fan of a lot of other things. Uh, And so instead of doing top five female Star Wars characters, we are going to do our top ten female characters uh, from any fandom that we've ever been a part of. Um, And keep in mind, everyone listening, this is pre-Captain Marvel for both of us. Neither (laughs) of us have seen Captain Marvel uh, so after we see Captain Marvel, she might make the top 10 uh, or the honorable mentions or maybe even the top five. I don't know. I've heard a lot of good things about that movie. So um, keep in mind, this is pre-Captain Marvel. So we've got some honorable mentions before we get to our top 10. Yeah. 
So do you want to do uh, the honorable mentions or do you want to do the top 10 and then the honorable mentions? Let's do honorable mentions first because we're not going to spend that much time on them. Okay. They're great, but not not top 10 great. That, that's fair. So um, I'll let you go first since you're the guest and, um, and I'm the host and that's what good hosts do is let the guests go first. So uh, give us your first honorable mention. Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman is also my first honorable mm. mention. So, um, the reason that Wonder Woman didn't make the top 10 for me, um, is because I'm all, I've always been a big Marvel fan more than I have DC. Yeah, same. Um, that's not to take anything away from Gal Gadot and the job that she did as Wonder Woman, because that was an incredible movie. It's probably my favorite DC movie, um, to date. Um, I don't know. Shazam looks pretty good too, but... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman was my first honorable mention as well. Um, what's your second honorable mention? We'll do these really quick, and then we'll actually talk about our top ten. You're probably going to be surprised that this one's not in my top ten. Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. Luna Lovegood. You'd be surprised to know she didn't make my top ten or my honorable mentions. Ouch. So, I know. I know. Uh, it's crazy. I'm Again sorry. With the printer. I'm Why? S- I'm so sorry for anyone who just heard our printer. Um, our printer is possessed, and like every 30 minutes, <laughs> it like just activates itself and turns on and like restarts. It's super weird. I don't know how to fix it. Um, but now Luna didn't make my top 10 or my honorable mentions, uh, and the reason for that was when um, when we started talking about this uh, when I got home today, and I started kind of thinking about different female characters i was like man there are so many good female characters <laughs> yeah like, like female characters do not get near enough recognition uh and so you know if we were doing top 15 luna would probably be on there yeah but same but well, she's i just not. i feel like my list is like a very strong group of women and while she is she just wasn't quite up in the ranks like the other ones that i chose were i feel you i feel you so who's your third honorable mention Jen Urso. Jen Urso. Uh, you'd be surprised to know Jen Urso didn't make my top 10 or honorable mentions either. That really surprises me. I know. I know. Um, my, oh, I didn't even say who my second honorable mention was before we said your third. My second was Natalia Romanoff, mm. uh, Black Widow. I thought she was on your top 10. She was. Um, and Until then, you started looking at the long list of... Of awesome female characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was on my list, uh, and then the more I started to kind of go through things, I was like, you know, Natalia Romanov is awesome, uh, but I think it's because I like Scarlett Johansson so much, and not so much that I like the character that much. Yeah. Uh, I think Scarlett Johansson is just a great actress. Yeah, she is. Um, but my number three honorable mention was Daenerys Targaryen. Whoa. Yeah, She's I know. also not on your top ten? I know. It's crazy. When you hear my top ten, you're going to think, how did... Natalia Romanov and Daenerys Targaryen not make that list. Um, but here's a little insight into how I make top 10 lists. Um, because we've done top 10 lists before on this channel with Star Wars moments, I believe it was. My top 10 lists are not always my favorite first. Mm. They are what impacted me the most. Oh, yeah. And so, like... The 10 women that I have here are the 10 women that, like, growing up watching, they're the 10 women that I was, like, like I distinctly remember their character. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, Daenerys Targaryen is great, and she's a very strong female character. Um, and George R.R. R. Martin wrote an incredible character, uh, and Amelia Clark plays it very well. Yeah. Um, and the Mother of Dragons didn't make the top 10. Top 13. <laughs> top, top 15 technically if you want to want to get technical so that's still pretty good considering all the vast amount of strong yeah. female characters that there are um so there's the honorable mentions out of the way top three honorable mentions um so let's go ahead and get into the top 10 now uh, the top 10 you can say as little or as much as you want about them but we're going to start at number 10 and work our way to number one, you know, like you do in any top 10 list. Well, yeah. Uh, and so if you want to go ahead and start with your 10, then we'll talk about my 10. Well, I'm going to pick up right where you left off because my number 10 is Daenerys Targaryen. Mm. Um, I couldn't leave her off the top 10 because, I mean, she's the mother of dragons. She <laughs> is the mother of dragons. She and is. she is like 
one of the strong I would say she is the strongest character in Game of Thrones personally um yeah I mean <laughs> I mean most strong-willed maybe I should say yeah, that yeah maybe it, I should say that she's um she's such an important character like uh I think it's funny because uh when we first started watching Game of Thrones you would like walk around the house and be like bend the knee <laughs> <laughs> well and now that we have Baylor whenever I'm having to put his pajamas on I'm like bend the knee <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so Daenerys Targaryen comes in at number 10 on your list. That's yeah. a really good pick. Um, I also have a Game of Thrones female on my top 10. It's not the Mother of Dragons. But Obviously. I think you could probably guess who it is. It's not my number 10 either. It's actually my number 9. So we'll do my number 10 first, and then we'll talk about my Game of Thrones okay. female. Uh, my number 10 is Elizabeth Swan mm. from Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. It's um, a good one. <laughs> and the reason is... The Pirates of the Caribbean movies were like, outside of Star Wars, they were my favorite movies growing up. Same. Um, me and Matt and Nick used to reenact the three-way sword fight <laughs> from Dead Man's Chest yeah. all the time. Uh, granted, we would do it with lightsabers because that's the only like toy swords we had. Uh, but we would reenact that fight all the time. Uh, and that, that, <laughs> that scene is so funny to me because... Uh, Elizabeth is watching these three men that are all in love with her fighting for this chest. And she like, <laughs> she just like plops down on the beach and sits like cross-legged and just starts pouting. It is always one of my favorite. I forgot about that scene. That's, it was always one of my favorite Pirates of the Caribbean moments. So she comes in at my number 10. All right. So what's your number nine? My number nine. Uh, you could probably guess it because she's my favorite character from Game of Thrones. Mm. And it is yeah. Miss Arya Stark. Uh, Arya is my favorite character in Game of Thrones, mostly because she killed Littlefinger. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> but also because of the character arc that we've seen from her. Of yeah. like, you look at, you know, first season when she's um, at King's Landing with her dad and she's learning how to sword fight. And then you look at her in, was it, season eight that just came out uh, a couple years ago. And she's like, you know, she's like the best sword fighter yeah uh, in in the game or in in the game in the show that's left uh and so seeing her arc all the way through it is um it's what makes her my favorite character just seeing the growth of her character and realizing that like you know that nobody's gonna have her back like she yeah. even she says it in in season eight she says uh the lone wolf dies but the pack survives and you know that's their family motto but yeah you know it, it's it, She's the best. She's the best <laughs> character in Game of Thrones to me. I disagree, but I see where you're coming from. Well, I mean, you had Daenerys Targaryen <laughs> on your list. So. Yeah. All right, she rides it? dragons. It's pretty cool. <laughs> what's your number nine? Mary Stewart. Mary Stewart. Mary Queen of Scots from Rain. All right. Yeah. You didn't think I, about that, I, did you? <laughs> I didn't. I do so, love that show. She like pretty much throws a pity party the whole time, but you have to admit, from a queen standpoint of view, she is like awesome. Yeah, she's uh, she like takes no crap from anybody. She um, and I know that 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 is based off of a true story. Like Mary Queen of Scots was a real person. Um, I don't know if the events in the show are one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, I don't think but, they are. But um, but the way that they wrote that show, and I don't even know who plays mary queen of scots but she is phenomenal she um, plays in once upon a time too in the new season yeah i can't remember what her name is though but she's awesome she's um she's one of the best well that whole show is filled with amazing female characters oh yeah i mean all of like the queen's handmaidens are amazing characters yeah. um the mother-in-law whose name i can't remember she's an amazing female character Catherine. yeah Catherine. yeah she's a, she's i started a, to put her instead of mary just because of how strong she is but she's such a good she's not as likable <laughs> well i won't say good she's not a good character she's a i mean she's a great character but she's very conniving yeah her morals are very bad um but that's a good one i didn't even think of that I forgot that we Told loved that show. So, I mean, it's been so long since we watched that show. Yeah. That I, you know, I kind of forgot about all of the strong females in that show. Um, so what's your number eight? Padme. Wow. That's, I know, really low on the list, but. That's low. I'm Well, I mean, that's coming from like a hardcore prequel fan. Yeah. That that's low. So, I mean, maybe for normal people, 
eight is like you know average or even above average but for me eight is way i mean too she made the padme. list so yeah i mean i like padme i feel like the background of padme is way more cool than what you see in the films i agree because what you see in the films is a leader who is kind of going astray by falling in love it makes her seem a little bit more weak. I mean, she's still a really strong character, but you have to admit what you see. What you see in the Clone Wars animated TV show, yeah, is that's what makes Padme for me. Yeah, is like, it is. You know, Episode One is awesome because yeah, she's a fourteen-year-old queen who like leads a rebellion and takes right. her planet back. That's right. freaking awesome. But um, then by Episode Two, you're like, yeah, yeah. Episode Two um, was a weaker version of Padme. I don't even say. Well, I don't even mean like weaker. It's kind of a dimmed down version of Padme. Yeah, it's like, like you don't get the full Padme. She just like kind of goes along with everything that Anakin says. Yeah, uh, until the arena battle, and then from the arena battle to the end of that movie, it's yeah. like Padme is so awesome. Yeah, uh, and then Episode Three, I thought that the way that they killed Padme was kind of lame. You know, yeah. she died because she was sad. Like that's a cop out, George. <laughs> um, but I think that Dave Filoni. And the all of the developers of the Clone Wars really, yeah, they really did right by Padme. Yeah, I think so too. So my number eight um, is a female character from a very long time ago in my fandom history. Uh, it is a female character that uh, came from books that inspired me to start writing, and my number eight is Miss Katniss Everdeen. Ooh. I freaking loved Katniss. <laughs> I loved Katniss in the books uh, before they made the movies, but then after they made the movies and Jennifer Lawrence just brought that character to life. Uh, man, I love Katniss. There are some things that she does that, yes, I don't agree with, but everything that Katniss does is for the greater good. Yeah. Like, you can't argue that. Um well, I mean, you can in the Hunger Games. Everything she does is for her sister. Yeah. But then from the first Hunger Games on... And not every... to mention she's just terrified. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would be too. But everything she does from the time she wins the first Hunger Games to, you know, the end of the, the series, everything she does is for other people. Yeah. And it's, it's really, it's an empowering story. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I just love Katniss. So, uh, my number seven, you may not even remember who this character is. Um, she's from Lord of the Rings. Hmm. She's my only Lord of the Rings character on the list. My number seven is Eowyn. Oh, yeah. Um, because Eowyn kills a freaking ring wraith <laughs> after it says, no man can kill me. And she says, I am no man and stabs him in the face. Yeah. That's and I was epic. like, what? <laughs> Uh, Eowyn, I mean, that's really all I have to say. Yeah. Eowyn's great. Yeah. Um, the way that she, um, you know, takes the Hobbit under her wing and yeah. takes him into battle when nobody else will. It's, that's pretty great. It's so good. I love Eowyn. So who's your number seven? My number seven, you're also probably going to think is way too low on the list, but it is Ray. Um, uh, I don't think it's too low on the list. You'll be surprised. Well, I didn't either because I put her at number seven. <laughs> um, I think Ray is great. Um, obviously, because she made my top ten. Um, she's not in my top five. Only because I feel like we haven't gotten her full story yet. Maybe once we get her full story, maybe she'll move up the list a little bit. I mean, she's great. and I mean, she's awesome, but... Um, I feel I just, like part of the, like, not getting her story is because the whole, like, the whole, like, last third of The Last Jedi, and this is not a knock on The Last Jedi at all. I love that movie. The whole last third of The Last Jedi, you don't really see Rey that much. Yeah, that's like, true. She, she shows kind of up, feel disconnected from Rey. Yeah, like, she shows up, she blows up some TIE fighters, and she lifts some rocks. Yeah. And other than that, and I just... I don't know. I, I like Rey in The Last Jedi, but I feel like The Last Jedi kind of took her story and kind of plateaued it until yeah. that moment when she decides to leave Luke and then the throne room. And then after the throne room, it's like, where'd Rey go? Yeah. You know? So. Well, um, I mean, I get it. Because, I mean, if they're going to reveal some major stuff yeah. in the last film, 
of this trilogy, then it's okay to have her plateau. If they're not, yeah, could have been better, but right. you know. I love Ray as well, uh, and that's why she made number six on my list. Oh. So um, we'll just keep talking about Ray. Uh, I like the idea that Ray is nobody. Honestly. I, you see, I do, but then I also like, I'm like, oh, is she a Kenobi? Like, how awesome would it be if she was a Kenobi? I mean, it might not mean anything other than the fact that it would be really cool. Um, I just think it'd be awesome. I'm holding on to hope. I, I mean, after The Force Awakens, I bought into Ray Kenobi. And then, I mean, we had... The internet was so diluted with Star Wars content after yeah. after Force Awakens that it was like everybody had a theory about everything. Yeah. And so it was like you could just get online and you could you could find evidence for Rey being a Kenobi. You could find evidence for Rey being a Skywalker. You could find evidence for Rey being a Palpatine. Like Yeah. And then when Ryan Johnson did the whole thing with Kylo in episode nine where he says, you know, your parents are nobody, they're dead in a pauper's grave, like I don't I don't disagree with that in a sense. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it would be equally as awesome, I think, if she was nobody. Right. And then here she is being a Jedi. I mean. Right. Exactly. Like, uh, I mean, I think it'd be cool if she's a Skywalker. uh, But at the same time, I I don't want her to be a Skywalker because I think, you know, I think it's just as important for, um, and this is going to. This is going to sound like uh, I disagree with 90% of the people that dislike Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, I don't dislike Kathleen Kennedy at all. I do think that, you know, the whole feminism push in Star Wars may be to a bit extreme because Star Wars has always had very strong female characters. Yeah. Um, But I I think the character of Rey being nobody, I think coming from nowhere not being a kenobi or a skywalker is more proof to little girls that like you don't have to right you don't have to be you know like it doesn't matter who your parents are yeah like your parents messed up that's okay you know you can still be a jedi knight you know right uh and and to little boys too you know in the same sense you know like if ray's nobody it just means that hey you don't have to be a skywalker to be a jedi like yeah. you don't, you don't have you to can be... become a Jedi and then become Darth <clears throat> Vader. <laughs> it's like, please, <laughs> I had to go there. You don't have to be like you. It doesn't matter what your name is. You can still be a very powerful Jedi. Like you can, and to translate that into the real world, it's like you don't have to be. Uh, well, I'll relate it to like like small town. Um, a big deal when I was in high school was. What's your last name? Yeah. You know, a big deal on my baseball team in high school was, well, your last name's X. Okay, well, your dad pays a lot of money to the school board or to the, you know, what's it called? uh, Booster club. Yeah. So, you know, you get playing time on the baseball team. Right. And uh, I think making Ray nobody, if you boil it down to like the dumbest sense like that, like getting playing time on a baseball team, you know, I I think it, it encourages people to think like, Hey, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter where you come from or who your parents are. Like you can, you can have a great influence. You know what I mean? Um, that's not why I love Ray. I love Ray just because she's awesome. Um, but you know, anytime you talk about Ray, you have to talk about who her parents are and you, you know, it it just, (laughs) especially on a, on a podcast, you know, (laughs) if you're putting content on the internet and you're talking about Ray, you have to mention who her parents are. It's just a thing. Right. Um, so Ray was my number six. Who is your number six? Well, straying away from star Wars for a minute. Um, my number six is actually bell. Um, not the traditional bell, but the bell from once upon a time. Okay. Um, so, like, Rumpelstiltskin's Belle. Yes. Okay. So, she is probably my, f- well, I'm not going to say my favorite character from the show, but she's one of my favorite female characters from the show. Um, she definitely, she's super intelligent. Oh, yeah. Like, beyond intelligent. <clears throat> because she can outsmart Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a lot to be able to outsmart uh, old Rumpel. Yeah. A bit. 
Um, and she doesn't let him walk all over like he does everybody else. So, uh, Belle, as portrayed in Once Upon a Time, is possibly one of the strongest female characters. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, specifically in that show, 100% probably outside of, like, the evil queen. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's the strongest female character. Yeah. And um, honestly, the way, I mean, the original Belle in the, you know, in, like, the fairy tale Beauty and the Beast is incredible. And, like, I would not want to tamper with that at all. But if I was going to and change it, it would definitely be the Belle from Once Upon a Time because she's amazing. I think, um... To go along with that, we should also mention Emma Swan's Belle from the live action Oh yeah, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Because, uh, yes, it's the same story as the animated that Disney made a long time ago. But she did so well. I mean, that movie was incredible. Yeah. Um, and so I think Belle, just all, all the way around, Belle is one of my favorite Disney princesses. Um I mean, outside of, like, Elsa, of course. Right. I mean, Elsa's my girl. You know what I'm saying? She shoots snow out of her hands. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Um, and but you totally said her name wrong, by the way. You said another character's name. What are you talking about? You said Emma Swan. <laughs> it's Emma Watson. Is the actress. Oh, I said Emma <laughs> Swan. My bad. I was very confused. I mean, it's close, for a but... Second. Very confused. Well, Emma's, I mean, we were we were talking about Once Upon a Time and Emma Swan as a yeah. it's a character. So. I was very confused. <laughs> I am so sorry. Um, Just wanted to call you out on that before somebody else does. Emma Watson's <laughs> Belle from the live action Beauty and the Beast. Amazing. There you go. Uh, all right. So moving on to top five. Top five. Top five. You want to start your top five? So the top sure. five... Um, because we're only at 30 minutes, and we've already done eight female characters. So the top five, I want you to tell us who it is, and I want you to tell us a little bit about how they impacted you in some way, or um, your favorite moment from that character. So my number five is Ahsoka Tano. A little low, but okay. I know. I know. But it's just so hard. There's so many great female characters. I know. Like, that was it's my It's so problem. hard. I started... Well, because when I start my top tens, I start with, like, my one. Because, like, my one is my one no matter what. Yeah. And so by the time I got to, like, four, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh crap. Because <laughs> they, like, don't deserve that number. But, I know. I know. That's And like, that's how I feel about Ahsoka. Like... I didn't really want to put her at number five. Like, I wanted to put her more at, like, number two. But my number two is way better than... I mean, not way better than her, but... More impactful to you yes. than Ahsoka. Yes. And see, that's what... And Ahsoka brought me to tears. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Ahsoka brought everyone with a heart to tears. <laughs> Let's be real. And I would say that that moment when she decides... Not when she's kicked out of the Jedi Order, but the moment that she decides not to come back mm-hmm. is what impacted me the most about mm-hmm. her. Because that just shows you, like, you can be a fan of the Jedi all you want, but that just shows you how broken it is. Oh, yeah. I think um, I was talking about that with Matt and Nick the other day because I was re-watching The Clone Wars. Um, because... I'm- I stopped watching The Office. I know, I know, it's been awful. But I stopped watching The Office, so I, st- <laughs> I started rewatching The Clone Wars, and I watched like all six seasons in like two weeks. It was, I mean, it was ridiculous. I watched yeah. it at a ridiculous pace. But I watched that episode a couple weeks ago, and I messaged Matt and Nick both, and I was like, I sent a picture of the TV screen <laughs> of the moment when she's walking away, and then I sent another picture of like Anakin's face watching her walk away. Uh, and I said, don't mind me, just crying. <laughs> and Matt responded with like the crying emoji and Nick responded with a broken heart. Yeah. It's like anyone with a heart watching that moment, it's like, man, it just, it hurts. Because well, like also another impactful part for me was like watching them take that away from her. And mm-hmm. I mean, literally just degrading her. And then she still takes the time to actually defend herself and prove them wrong. Yeah. And then is like, no, I don't want to join back because this is what you did to me and now you have to live with it. Mm -hmm. So I I think, um, I mean, if I may, uh, I'd like to point out that some people that don't like Luke in The Last Jedi, don't like his character, um, 
Ahsoka's the same character. Yeah. I mean, Luke went through the Jedi Order, understood how broken it was, uh, had a falling out, and then came back. Yeah. Ahsoka went through the Jedi Order, realized how broken it was, had a falling out. She didn't come back. But, but, I mean, in a way, she redeemed herself, But in, in coming back in Rebels was like, oh my gosh. And... Man, Ahsoka's just, she's so good. Yeah. Uh, but she's a little higher on my list, so when we get <laughs> to her, I'll tell you my favorite Ahsoka okay. moment. So, my number five is a little controversial. Ooh, I like controversial. And the reason it's controversial is because um, when we originally set out to make the list, we were like, yeah, like nerdy movies, nerdy fandoms, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Pick female characters from like nerdy stuff, like uh, things that not everybody likes, like people you might run into at a Comic-Con or something like somebody cosplaying at a Comic-Con. Yeah. And well, you might not see somebody cosplaying Mary Queen of Scots, to be well, fair. That, you know, that's <laughs> fair. Um, but my number five, and this is going to sound crazy when I say it, uh, but my number five is from the TV show psych and it is juliet o'hara because juliet o'hara is the best freaking detective <laughs> in california <laughs> i mean other than sean spencer but uh juliet is juliet is such a good character because she's able to one put up with sean yeah. Even after she understands that his, you know, whole psychic thing is a charade, uh, she still, you know, loves him. She still accepts him and accepts his help because she realizes how brilliant he is, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think my favorite Juliet O'Hara moment. Now, this is, you got to keep in mind, this is a comedy TV show. So my favorite Juliet O'Hara moment is when she's training Sean and Gus and they're doing like the 70s punch dance workout. And she's wearing like the leggings and the the tight tank top and the <laughs> yes. leg warmers, and she's like punch dancing. That's uh, that's probably my favorite Juliet O'Hara moment. So what's your uh, what's your number four? Number four is also from Once Upon a Time. Imagine this is, that. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite shows ever. Like if Harry Potter wasn't a thing, it would be my favorite. Um. So my number four is Regina Mills, aka evil queen so you're probably thinking hmm she's she's a bad girl (laughs) what's she doing on that (laughs) list but she totally redeems herself and while she's not the greatest person ever she is amazing at the end compared to what she was in the beginning oh for sure we started re-watching once upon a time recently and i forgot how much i freaking hated (laughs) regina um uh, okay well you know, the Bible tells us not to hate anybody. So I don't hate Regina. You know, I hate um, the things that she does. Yeah. <laughs> Everything she stands for, I hate that. But well, I love even Regina. Even just like, I mean, the things that she does in the beginning is stupid. And uh, the things that she does in the beginning is pretty dumb. But you have to admit, like, she is probably the strongest. I mean, I'm not going to say in all shows, but I mean, she is like ruthless absolutely yeah. ruthless yeah she's, to do what she wants to get what she wants she's um she's one of my favorite characters in that show um you know again like i said we recently started re-watching it and i'm like man i really don't like her but then you know in the later seasons it's like she's she's so pivotal to the success of the yeah. group you know yeah. it, it's uh and to see her turn around and and see like you know where she was before the curse that brought them to Storybrooke, to you know loving Henry so much right. that she's willing to well, change I, her ways for I her really son. I really think that it was because of Henry is why she turned around. Oh obviously. yeah, hundred percent. But I think it was also because, and I don't have like a specific moment that makes her in my top five. I think it's just the whole character arc in general for her. But I think it was also because Henry brought everybody together and because she gained those friends mm-hmm. and she realized what it was like to actually truly be loved by other people mm-hmm. for who she is and not just run away and hide. Mm-hmm. Henry in that show is the most pivotal character. Uh, well, for one, because if 
if Henry doesn't exist, then, you know, Emma never goes to Storybrooke. But, yeah. but we're talking about female characters. <laughs> um, and Henry is not a female character. Definitely not. But uh, I, I would agree with that. You know, Regina, she didn't make my list. Uh, in fact, none of the Once Upon a Time females made my list. Uh, Shame on you. Emma Swan was on the list. And then the more I got to thinking about it, I was like, mm, I really <laughs> like Aon more than Emma yeah. Swan, you know. Uh, but... Um, well, and Emma, Emma didn't make my list. I mean, I guess she could be an honorable mention for me, but she didn't make my list just because she wasn't what made that show for me. Like, she did not impact me personally mm-hmm. that much. I mean, what she did was great, but meh. Right. I, I can agree with that. Uh, so what number are we on? Number four? Yep. Well, my number four um, is... Padme Amidala. Mm. Much higher on the list than she was on mine. Yes, much higher. That's why when you were like Padme at eight, I was like, <laughs> it's a weird flex, but okay. Um, I put Padme at, in my top five because of the Clone Wars. Uh, it, like I mentioned earlier, you know, the yeah. movies, Natalie Portman is great. Um, Natalie Portman was my first celebrity crush because when I, you know, got to the age where I started liking girls was when episode two came out and that scene where Natalie Portman has like half a shirt on. I was like, (laughs) I like that girl. Um, so she was my first celebrity crush. And so naturally Padme is one of my favorite female characters. But when the clone wars came out and what the developers of the clone wars were able to do with Padme and just, you know, make her so pivotal to the clone wars, uh, even though you don't see any of it in the films, you just see, you know, Senator Amidala, and then at the arena battle, and then the next time you see her, she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, but the the Clone Wars really, really, really expanded on that character. And my favorite, my favorite Padme moment. Um, <laughs> it's another kind of comical moment. My favorite Padme moment is, um, and it's a continuity error too. Um, but you know that Yikes. just that just speaks to George Lucas's writing and directing in episode two uh nothing against you george i love you i mean you brought us the greatest universe ever so um i mean except the one that that god made so <laughs> um but my favorite padme moment is when she falls out of the thing uh the transport in oh, episode yeah. two and like rolls down the sand dune <laughs> and then when she wakes up she just knows to go to a hangar right she's like should we go to that command post no we have to get to that hangar it's like nobody mentioned a hangar to her <laughs> they were just following dooku somewhere right and then is like all of a sudden Padme's like, I know that we're supposed to go to a hangar. And I'm like, <laughs> really, George? But anyway, that's that's not actually my favorite Padme moment. But uh, I think one of my uh, one of my top Padme moments um, is <clears throat> excuse me is um, the episodes in the Clone Wars where she's working with Senator Clovis and like trying to defraud the the banking clan. Yeah. Those are some of my favorite because it shows, uh, and and it's not it's not necessarily my favorite because of what Padme does. It's my favorite because it shows the reality of marriage in those episodes. Because like Padme and Anakin are working together in those episodes, but they're so different. Like yeah. they're in such different place. Like they're in dare I say it, they're in, like, spiritually different places at that point, and they are arguing and bickering constantly. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I love you more than anything, but <laughs> that is a true representation of marriage. Is like, yeah. you know, we're fighting together, but we don't always get along. Right. Uh, and so I love, and, and I guess it's not really a Padme moment, it's more of, like, a, like, nerd CU developers of the Clone Wars, <laughs> because you made, like, you didn't fantasize marriage. Right. You know, <laughs> right. You know like, like everything else does. Uh, but anyway, um, Padme number four. So, who's your number three? Hermione Granger. Weird. Mine's Hermione Granger, too. <laughs> Woohoo! We finally got the same one. <laughs> I thought we'd have, like, three or four of the same ones, but yeah. it's not. Because I know who your number one is, and my number one is not the same. <laughs> Which means that my number two is not the same, because I, <laughs> I know who your number two is as yeah. well. Uh, so, talk a little bit about Hermione Granger. Hermione Granger. She, uh, her parents were dentists. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't tell us her backstory, you dummy. (laughs) Where should I start? (laughs) Um, so Hermione is just, 
she's like the bell of Harry Potter. Like, bookworm and completely intelligent can tell you off, but you don't realize you're being told off because it's in such an intelligent state. Mm. You're like, wait, what'd she say? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just super loyal. Like, she is so loyal Mm. to Ron and, Mm. and Harry. I uh, I agree with everything you just said. Hermione Granger is, uh, and it's so crazy to me that I had to like I I waited to experience Harry Potter till I was twenty. Like that is nuts to yeah, me. Yeah, it's pretty stupid <laughs> because like the character of Hermione Granger is so important to me now that it's like like you know watching Harry Potter. I don't watch it for Harry Potter. I watch it to see what Hermione's going to do because she's so brilliant and she's so clever and right. Like, like she's just I mean she does turn herself into a cat once with you know <laughs> Well, I mean she's spell landing. gone bad, but <laughs> it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Gosh. I love Hermione Granger and um I love the fact that she is what they would call a mudblood and she doesn't let it, you know, yeah. get to her. You know, she she understands that her parents aren't wizards, but she doesn't care. Yeah. Because she's a wizard, you know, and right. And again, that plays into the whole theme of Ray is like, it doesn't matter who your parents are, you can still be special. Right. Um, and, you know, that's, <laughs> I sound, I've said it twice now. And so it sounds like I'm like, you know, my parents are nobody. Like, I love my parents. My parents <laughs> are great. And they've done a lot for me in my life. And I'm very blessed to have the parents that I do. Um, but when you look in the grand scheme of things, it's like, my parents are not, you know, super rich. They don't have a huge influence in the community. And it's like, it doesn't matter because... I'm not my parents. Right. You know, I carry their name, but I'm not my parents. And so it doesn't matter um, if, you know, this person knows who my parents are. It What matters is they know who I am and they know what I'm capable of and they, they know who, you know, who I am as a person. Right. Uh, and I think Hermione and Ray both so important in that sense. Yeah. All right. So um, who's your number dose? Number dose, who you're going to think should be number uno. Yeah, I mean, she should be number one on every <laughs> single person's list in the history of female characters. <laughs> My number dose is Leia. Boo. Princess Leia. Not boo for Leia, boo for number two. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot we could say about Princess yeah. Leia. Um, um she's just the best i mean she's number i'll just go ahead and tell you she's number one on my list i mean we're gonna get there we still have to tell you my number two but yeah. leia's number one on my list and you probably could have guessed it um but leia is leia is amazing it, it words cannot describe yeah. what what leia is and what carrie fisher is to the star wars community and the star wars fandom i mean you know um, the passing of Carrie Fisher is, I mean, yes, it, Carrie Fisher wasn't Princess Leia, but, yeah. but when I heard the news that Carrie Fisher had passed away, like, it's like Princess Leia died. Yeah. It's like, it's like my princess is gone, you yeah. know, and, and it, I've never met Carrie Fisher in my life, but when I heard that she died, it was emotional, you yeah. know, because like the character that she played had such an impact and it played such a big part of my life because I mean, when we were dating in high school, I still had the VHS tapes of the movies. And when you would come over to the house, we would put in one of the VHS tapes of the original trilogy and we would literally watch the whole thing on VHS. And then we would rewind <laughs> the whole thing and start it again. Yeah. And like, like that's how much those characters mean to me. Well, and I also feel like, like whenever she passed, like it was like officially like, because no one else can really play Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Like, Carrie Fisher was Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it is very sad in that sense because we won't ever get that again. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of what made Princess Leia so special to everybody was Carrie. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what J.J. does in Episode Nine with Leia. Uh, I, I just, think I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, just I hope don't, so. I don't think it's going to be the same. No. Um, now, I just hope they don't. This is going to sound strange because this will mean that she won't be in the movie as much. But I hope they don't over CGI her in. 
they, they're not. Um, uh, Billy Lord, Carrie's daughter, came out a couple of weeks ago and said that what they were doing with Leia was, um, I can't remember exactly what she said, but essentially she said that it was, you know, it was amazing. Like what they've been able to do with the character of Leia well, that's good. is, is beautiful. And that's reassuring. I, I think the word she used was magical. I, I could be wrong, but I think the word she used was magical and that's exciting for hype for episode nine. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what they do. Don't get me wrong. I just, I don't want it to be disappointing in the sense of like honoring Carrie Fisher. Right, right, right. Like she deserves the proper, proper honor in that movie. All right. So um, my number two uh, is, and again, you're going to (laughs) think, you're going to understand why I said that. Yeah, that's weird that she's so low. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Ahsoka Tano. Um, and we talked about it already, but uh, so I won't go in, you know, I won't go into detail talking about it again. But uh, my favorite Ahsoka Tano moment is, well, one, when she walks away, that's the most emotional to me. But yeah. um, my favorite moment, my favorite Ahsoka moment is when she's fighting Vader in Rebels and she breaks oh, his yeah. mask and she realizes that it's him and like he sees her and he says Ahsoka and she turns around and says Anakin mm. and like they they recognize right each other heart. for the first time like that moment that's two times that Ahsoka has made me cry right <laughs> you know like uh and so so Ahsoka comes in at number two because she's just she's amazing like she's so powerful that she literally evicts tears. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's amazing. So who's your number one? Uh, you're gonna shock the entire world, <laughs> but who's your number one? So that we so, can wrap this up. My number one also comes from Harry Potter, and most of you would probably think that Hermione would be my number one, um, and she still deserves that number one spot. But from the very beginning, this character has been so awesome to me like is she's one of those low-key characters that doesn't really stand out a whole lot but she's like the grandma of the group yeah in a sense like she gets has that real grandma vibe but she's also mm. like super awesome <laughs> yeah she kicks butt <laughs> yeah she's pretty great and like i went back earlier before i did this made my list and was like reading some of her backstory on the harry potter fandom page and she's like and this is like canon. Like she's fought in like several wars, and she's awesome. Worked at the Ministry of Magic, and then went to Hogwarts. And okay, so right. without further ado, give us the name. Name drop. <laughs> Minerva McGonagall. I freaking love <laughs> Professor McGonagall. She's awesome. She's really awesome. She would probably take um, top fifteen for me. Yeah. Um, she's man. She's so good. My favorite McGonagall moment is in um deathly hallows part two when she summons the guards like the stone guards yes. and she's like i've always wanted to do that <laughs> yes like, <laughs> like it's such a like hardcore moment and then she's like i've always wanted to do that it's so good so good i love professor there's so many moments like the moment when she catches harry and he thinks he's in trouble but really she's you know, because he's up on his broom whenever he was told not to be. And mm-hmm. she's like, I found your new seeker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like McGonagall a lot. And I think she's a, she's a really good character. Um, she didn't make top 10. She didn't make top 13 for me. but uh, She but, should have. <laughs> but she's, she's probably top 15, at least top 20. Um, I mean, but again, you know, these lists are obviously relative to characters that have influenced us. Yeah. Uh, and so if there's anyone on the list that's like, um, like you don't agree with, they should be on the list. That's fine. Like you have your own list of female characters that have influenced you. And also keep in mind, this is pre Captain Marvel for both of us. <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel has come out. I will, you know, disclaim that it has come out. We just haven't had time to go see it. Um, so, I mean, afterwards, our list could be different. You know, yeah. Captain Marvel could be up in the list. Captain Marvel will never take one, two, or three. Uh, no. no matter how good she is from, from me, she'll never take one, two, or three. She may not even take top five for me. Uh, I Top ten I could see if it was good, but um, I don't think she'd even take top five because 
I mean, Ahsoka. Yeah, I mean, let's be yeah. real. And uh, then my my love of Once Upon a Time is not going to go away, and mm-hmm. rewatching the series is only sparking that flame again. <laughs> so Regina's staying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that uh, that wraps up our top ten female characters from uh, our fandoms uh, with three honorable mentions. If you guys liked this list at all, you can uh, drop yours in the comments, or you can send us an email with yours. Uh, or hey, you can write a blog post about strong female characters and send us a an email to jrbnerdcast at gmail dot com and we can throw it up on the website for you. Uh, shameless plug. <laughs> so um, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Um, be sure to check us out on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Nerdcast One. Uh, again, like I just said, you can send us an email to jrbnerdcast at gmail dot com to uh, influence discussion or join the discussion. Um, you can check us out at jrbnerdcast.com, uh, check out our blog post. You can contact us from there. There's actually a contact, uh, tab on the website. You can send us an email straight from there. So, so that's pretty, uh, pretty cool and, uh, simple and easy. Um, I think that's all. I, oh, oh, Patreon. I almost forgot Patreon. <laughs> Guys, if you like what we're doing, um, if you, if you enjoy the content at all, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the nerdcast one, uh, and you can see how you can help us out. Uh, to grow and improve i'm um now i'm at the point that i think that's all that we've got so uh, guys thank you so much for hanging out with us thank you for tuning in listening to our top 10 female characters from our fandoms like i said go ahead drop us a like uh, hit subscribe let us know who your top 10 favorite female characters are uh, and and um, maybe even write a blog post about it and send it over to us guys thank you so much and we will see you in the next one <laughs>